What kind of disgusting, despicable lack of respect does that Billy What's-His-Name show booking a match for the total package Lex Luger and Super Brawl? Super Saturday? What is it? I don't even know what it's called. What is it called? Super Brawl Saturday. Super Brawl Saturday? Can he afford to pay me to wrestle run? I don't know. (laughs) I'm one of the biggest legend stars ever in this. God. And your t-shirts are too tight too, Billy. And you book a match with me against Ryan Killings. Look at me. I'm a total package. I will rip him apart. I'm pissed now. <laughs> Welcome everybody to Juice Pro Wrestling episode 41. Good and plenty. Mm, plenty of good going around the wrestling world these days, hence the clever name. Uh with me today is a returning Butchman Lee, back for his <laughs> first back-to-back in a long time. Hey, since week 1, I believe. <laughs> it's all right. We uh we got a good show here for you guys today. Um we're going to be talking a lot about upcoming wrestling events. Uh, some news and what's going on in the wrestling world, some insight into things. Um, but mainly a lot of stuff with promotions we got going on somewhat semi-locally in the Chicagoland, Northwest Indiana area. Uh, there's a lot of shit coming up lately, uh, a lot of unbelievable shit too. Um, so we'll go ahead and dive right into that real quick, starting uh, with AAW. For those of you that aren't familiar with AAW, uh, they are based out of Chicago. They have probably some of the sickest booking I've ever seen for like indie shows. I mean, all I've talked about them before and sang their praises on the show many a times. Uh, they pretty much anybody that's going to WWF or what's now going to be all elite wrestling. You'll probably see these guys there before. Uh, if just for instance, uh, Trevor Lee, who was just released a uh, contract just ended with impact wrestling, former X division champion. I think uh, maybe one time tag champion there too. Just signed with NXT. This will be his last appearance for the promotion. Kevin Nash used to be an X-Division champion. Did he? Yeah. No, he didn't. Yeah, he did, I swear. That makes sense. Anyway. <laughs> uh, so AAW presents the final stand. Uh, where's it at? When is it happening? It's going to be Saturday, January 26th at the Logan Square Auditorium. Good place. Played better. Uh, can, we, can we redo that? No. You're supposed to be like, no, we're live. <laughs> no, we're live. Back out. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, the 26th of January, that's this month at Logan Square Auditorium. Played there back in the day with Decrypt uh, and Origin. I think it was Origin. No, maybe it wasn't Origin. I can't remember. A long time ago. But a very cool place to go see a wrestling event and a show if you're into some heavy metal like I am. Uh, that's 2539 North Kedzie Boulevard in Chicago, Illinois. The bell time 7.30 p.m. Doors open at 6.30. It's an all-ages event. Uh, various ticket pricing. Front row, uh, 60 bucks, And it looks like the lowest standing room is 20 bucks. So very affordable for all of you who, uh, whether you work at McDonald's or the steel mill, <laughs> you know. Um, tickets are on sale at aawpro.ticketleap.com. And just here's 
a list of some of the talent you'll see and some of the matchups. Uh, you have the huge return match, and I'm going to give you guys a little spoiler alert for those of you, because it hasn't aired yet. Uh, Impact recently did a set of tapings in Mexico, and the Lucha Brothers... The best tag team <laughs> in the world. Puto. <laughs> juicy pro wrestling. Yeah, they love the juicy pro wrestling. Um, they won the Impact Tag Team Champions uh, Championships from LAX. So a return match from homecoming. Uh, I didn't see that coming. <laughs> Super fucking awesome. I still don't like them using the name LAX. I, I like it. I, I, at first, I was Homicide like, what the hell? Hernandez will always be Well, LAX. they came back, and they feuded against them, and they called them the OGs. And oh, that was yeah. one of the better storylines in all of wrestling in 2018. Is that the one where they did, like, the drive-by? And yeah, dude, okay, and the yeah, kids yeah, and shit. It was, it, it was yeah. cool, dude. It was. <laughs> like, what the fuck, man? But yeah, uh, no, they had King Eddie Kingston came back and was basically like the leader, and you know, he led the OGs right. the homicide. I am kind of a little bit butthurt on something though, Jr. What's that? They uh, when they brought LAX back in the Impact, which I think at the time it was still maybe it was still a fucking GWN or G- not GWN GFW. GFW. <clears throat> WGN, <laughs> yeah, WGN, WNBC. Um, they brought him back, and it was a it was a cool stable because it was like five of them. It was like Conan, um, you had Diamante, who was a pretty awesome female wrestler, uh, and then you had Hernandez, not Hernandez, but uh, Homicide. Homicide, and then Santana and Ortiz. So it was yeah. a cool click. It was a mix of the old and new, and then it just kind of, for whatever reason, contract that, dispute. Who knows? You know, and fuck, I think at even one point in time, Low Key was a member. Right, right. And low uh, key, for those of you that don't know who low key is, he's the guy that says, and this is CNN. (laughs) (laughs) MLW World Heavyweight Champion low key. But, anyways, LAX, um, red hot fucking tag team. They've put uh, Impact Wrestling's tag team division on the fucking map in 2018. They got to be one in my top five tag teams in the whole industry right now. Uh, who would you say is the best in the tag team? And Young Bucks, my out opinion. Of all federations, all Young federations, Bucks? hands down. Young Bucks, man. Who Look would what win in done. a fight? Young Bucks or the Lucha Brothers? I don't know. I know AEW is trying hard to make that happen, <laughs> right? <laughs> uh, that's that's a good one. Lucha, my I'd say probably my top, uh, maybe three tag teams right now would be Young Bucks, uh, LAX, and the Lucha Bros. What about the B team? As Bobby Heenan used to say back in the day, who? (laughs) So anyways, uh, you got the Lucha Brothers squaring off against uh, Phoenix, (laughs) squaring off against themselves. Phoenix is going to That's what happens when you got to read shit on here. I can't memorize everything, you know? I like to get a little RVD 420 sometime. Whatever. Uh, The Lucha Bros versus LAX. Um, This time coming into it, the Lucha Bros will be the Impact Tag Champions. Whether or not they will bring those belts with them and that's acknowledged, I do not know. So you have to turn up and find out. You also have uh, Kimberly versus Jessica Havoc. Uh, Shout out to That's Not the Finish podcast or Boys in New York who just did a pretty badass interview with Kimberly. So you can check that out. You can find them on Twitter and Google That's Not the Finish podcast plugs um you also have ray horace versus trey miguel who is one of the members of the rascals in impact wrestling um also appearing at this event is the aaw heritage champion djz djz who lives in chicago he's from chicago i think i don't know if he's from chicago but i know he lives there yeah he's he's always doing local shows mm-hmm. even in um in valparaiso yeah, yeah. yeah. 
He was in Valpo. I think we missed that one, though. Yeah, yeah. I think it was the one after we uh, met Steiner and all of them. <laughs> Somebody say, Scotty, me and my brother, we go, I was in Valpo and fat asses. Give me a lap dance. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that was awesome on Impact. Uh, what was that, last week? Yeah, Scarlet. Scarlet Bordeaux. But God, Doing that, the that, lap dance. That to... double Steiner recliner was god awful. Oh, yeah, his he, arms he, aren't he as big anymore. He needs to never attempt a wrestling move again. No. But, it, it, I mean, in... It was pretty fucking cool, though, even though it was kind of, yeah, whatever. You know, Steiner's a legend. Like, when he went to, like, get up right before he did the double camel clutch, like, I thought his leg was going to fall off. Oh, it might. Because, like, he went to get up and he, like, put his hand on his knee and his leg just, like, he looked like Elvis. Yeah, he's getting old, dude. He's getting old. A lot of injuries, a lot of uh, juice. I was hoping. Which kind of sucks because I, fuck, had this been even, like, ten years ago, I would have liked to have seen him versus Brian Cage. Like, just... Battle of the Bulges. Right. Battle of the... <laughs> the biceps! Uh, so any, also appearing are the AAW Tag Team Champions A.R. Fox and Myron Reed. You also have ACH. You got Trevor Lee um, and what is probably his last appearance considering he's signed to NXT. You have MJF, who is a recently signed AEW superstar. You got Fred Yee, or Fred Yee. I don't know how you say that, so forgive me. Yeah! <laughs> It's Y-E-H-I, so you figure it out. Kurt Stallion, Jake something, probably my new favorite wrestler. <laughs> you ever heard of this guy, Jake, Jake something? Oh, yeah, yeah. Like, Jake who? Jake something. Jake who? He fought that one guy. <laughs> oh, yeah. That one guy was his name, too. <laughs> Eddie Kingston, as we were talking about, who was with LAX for a brief moment and also managed the OGs and wrestled with them. And the New Day. Yep. You got the besties in the world, Desmond Xavier. And Zachary Wentz, so you have all the rascals appearing. Ace Romero, another huge indie guy. Mance Warner and Josh Briggs. Also more to be announced. And card subject to change. So yeah, that's another big AEW or A A A W A E W. What the fuck? Another big uh, A A W show coming up here really soon. I know our buddy Derek Ratface Martha plans on attending if he hasn't bought his tickets already. So you can see him there and check out his band Blunt. They be doing that stoner shit. The last day. Um, you also have coming up now our boy Mikey from Black Label Pro has put together quite a fucking amazing couple of months here. Um, we'll start with February second. Uh, BLP Unplugged in Crown Point, Indiana. That's at the RDS Gym. I have never attended. Uh, an event at this place so i don't know what it will be like um for what i gather and what i hear it's a smaller venue uh, a little bit more intimate uh should be pretty badass um black label puts on one hell of a show if you guys have heard uh we've had mikey on we've also reviewed um the event in november the big trouble in little crown point event which jr i got to meet pco at that's awesome that's your he's your new favorite hero yeah, isn't he is. i like his google his googly eye yeah um, you can get tickets for it at blpunplug.bpt.me, or you can go to blpwrestling.com. Um, can I get a BLT on the BLP? <laughs> can I get a BL Shmi? What's a BL Shmi? I don't know, but it's got Bob Hoskins on top. Oh! <laughs> You're the man. I'm the man. Wait, I almost fucked that up, so never mind. Oh! <laughs> um, trying to pull up right now the list of talent that are going to be here at uh eight at a uh, black label pro 
and I'm so fucking prepared for you guys. You know, <laughs> feel free to interject anytime, Butch Manley, and throw well, some of that. We do know um, one surprise that's going to be at the Black Label Pro. A certain podcast host. Well, yeah, that's that's. We'll get to that one here in a second because that's a whole separate animal um, that they're doing. John Laurinaitis. <laughs> I don't think it's Johnny Laurinaitis. <laughs> what would they call him, Johnny Ace? Yeah, yeah. No, I don't think it's him. Try again. Joe Laurinaitis. No. Different animal. Yeah, maybe. Um. Anyways, so getting back to BLP Unplugged. Uh, some of the matchups you have: Kristen Statlander versus Bear Bronson. You're gonna have Savannah Stone versus Alley Cat. Who I Alley Cat's pretty awesome. Checked her out at the um, previous event they had in November. You're going to have Kobe Durst, who is the Indiana State champion, versus Jake Parnell. You're going to had, you're going to had, <laughs> the work horseman. I'm just botching everything up tonight, man. You know what? Uh, real quick, if it sounds like I'm a little disheartened or not my usual self, some motherfucker nailed my car in a KFC parking lot, so I will never eat KFC again. I hate paying insurance for people that don't do jack shit about it. And the guy hit and ran, man. You know, so if I saw him, I'd probably power bomb him through the fucking concrete. So yeah, Sad Camp or Sad Kampf versus the Work Horseman. You're gonna have Ethan Page, who was the Black Label Pro Heavyweight Champion of the World, and BMD versus Josh Abercrombie and Anthony Green. You're gonna have Gary J versus Tyler Bateman, and brother of WWE superstar Drew Rory Gulak. Versus Daniel McCabe, or McCobb, however you say that. I hope I didn't botch your name. But that's just uh, some of the card you'll see at BLP Unplugged. They also have uh, merch now set up, so you can check that out and buy some of their sweet merch. I know, like, Mikey's got a million fucking things coming at you, so it should be pretty easy to choose what you want. There's all kinds of different designs uh, for him and for her <laughs> and for all of us. For it's uh, BLPmerch.com. So once again, that's BOPmerch.com. Check it out. Support. Buy some shit. Um, treat them right. They also have... Now, JR, you were wanting to get into this. You were wanting to get into the huge event they have coming up. Yes, uh, I believe it is titled... There it is. It is. And what's the date? You have the date on that? Uh, the date for that... Thought you knew. ...is March 9th, 2019. And that, uh, whoop, there it is, will be, from what I understand, their tag team title tournament. They're going to be introducing tag team titles. And that'll be at the uh, On the Square Sports Academy in Crown Point, Indiana. Nice, nice. Good to see them back there. That's I. That's a great place. To, uh, that's Big Trouble in Little Crown Point happened there. Um, great place to see a show. I'm sure all this will be on Power Slam TV. Uh, that's where they do a lot of their broadcasting. Um, Bruce Pritchard and Conrad Thompson of Rival Podcast, Something to Wrestle, are going to be there. It's like a two-for-one type deal that night. So you can go do the tag team title tournament, check that out, see some badass wrestling. Now, is this actually confirmed, or is it just... No, this is confirmed. This rumor. And then you end I see what you're doing there. Um, this is... <laughs> nice. Uh, actually, I just got an update, a new match alert for BLP Unplugged. It's going to be AJ Gray and Logan James. They're going to be in singles action at BOP Unplugged. Um, so that was literally just added right fucking now. So you guys in the JP Woo, you heard it here first. Um, and a new tag team, the Philly and Marino experience of Philly Collins and Marino 
Tanaglia, I think that's how you say it, have become the second team to enter the BLP Tag Team Title Tournament. And whoop, there it is, which the first team is consisting of World Heavyweight Champion Ethan Page, All Ego Ethan Page. And Indiana State Champion Kobe Durst. Kobe, don't call me Fred Durst. Yeah, bring it on. So super cool. Um, If you guys hit up Facebook, uh, Black Label Pro, they have all their information for all these events on here. Um, so you can get the whole lowdown. And as they announce more matches for this tag team title tournament, you can follow them on Twitter at BLP Wrestling. Uh, check them out. Support these guys. Super cool. Love what they're doing in the region. And they're doing it big. They also have, a, don't forget, on in April. So they have events coming up here in February, March, and April. Uh in April, on April 5th, which is kind of a bad day for rock and roll for many reasons, um, at 4 p.m. at White Eagle Hall in Jersey City, New Jersey, it's going to be the Adventures in Wrestling. Kind of reminds me of Adventures in Babysitting. Does it not? I think it does. No. Um, they're going to be a part of the collective, which is going to feature like GCW and a bunch of other promotions. Um, a lot of shit going on there, too. Like I said... You guys uh, tune in to Facebook and hit up Black Label Pro and check out all the events they have going on. Now, before we uh, switch to another topic, um, the Whoop There It Is show is being advertised as two shows for one price. Right. Now, is um, Something to Wrestle going to be doing their show before the event? or That's a good question. Curry? That's why everybody needs to head to Facebook and ask what's going on. Send them messages, leave comments on their page. Feel free to ask any questions so you get the 411 and you can attend this event. I know we're going to try to be there as long as life doesn't happen. We shall be there. I got to check and see if I have a, a gold brother love card. I got to check my diapy. Oh, we're good. <laughs> Next. Next. Warrior Wrestling 4. I know we're still uh, getting over that hangover of Warrior Wrestling 3. Uh, we just did the episode last week, uh, episode 40, um, kind of running down the car and the awesome time we had there. And then once again, I want shend, shend, to send a huge shout out to Steve and everybody who put that show on. Amazing time. Uh, thanks for all the love and sharing the podcast with uh, your friends and family, Steve. I really appreciate that. Said some real kind words in my DM. So shout out to Steve. We love you at the JP Dub. And uh, here's kind of a little... Uh, Heads up for you guys out there listening. Uh, before Warrior Wrestling 4 takes place, we'll have the inside scoop as Steve will be returning to the show. Fuck so, yeah! So when I give you nice words in your DMs, I don't I don't get a shout out. That's right. That's because, man, you're a recovering pet addicted person type yeah, guy. But I'm I'm getting help through um listening to these two hundred uh or two hundred twenty uh, Jackie Chan albums. <laughs> Why does Jackie Chan have 20 fucking albums? I don't know, but since 1984, he has released 20 albums. Just learned that yesterday, and God. I'm hooked. What gives him the right? He's got a beautiful voice. He does. So three huge local promotions in uh, Northwest Indiana and Chicagoland with a lot of shit coming up. You guys are going to have a lot to do, wrestling fans, um, February, March, and April. Uh, between Black Label Pro, Warrior Wrestling, and AAW, there's a lot going on. Um, as far as a more mainstream, of course, we got the Rumble coming up. Uh, what does that's got to be? Is that this month? I believe, uh, if not 
this weekend, probably the next. See, the thing for me though is, and like I was telling you before we went on air, I you know I canceled my subscription again finally after months of not being able to figure out how the fuck to do it. (laughs) I just kept forgetting. I just kept forgetting. Um, I I finally canceled, and I'm like, fuck, you know, the Rumble's gonna come on, and there's like the four big pay per views that you kind of want to watch by them, you know, Mania, SummerSlam, Survivor Series, and the Rumble. Uh, I'm still like, I want to do it. Hopefully I can go somewhere and we can all party and have a good time or whatever. I'm just, I'm I'm not pumped for it. I'm not stoked. I'm not even stoked for WrestleMania, to tell you the truth. Well, and there... Seven hours of fucking me wanting to punch myself in the cockpit. (laughs) And I guess uh, John Cena's return isn't uh, getting the reaction that wwe was hoping for well nice why would it and here's a quick little segue um because i know you were talking how you wanted to kind of spread the word on the what's his name lars sullivan yeah the ogre looking fucker who uh he's having anxiety he looks like, attacks he looks like snitsky started to melt uh, yeah, yeah. Snit. he looks like snitsky and uh sloth had a baby yeah there perfect maybe quasimodo was in there as a menage a trois <laughs> Um, but yeah, there there was a story, and uh, you guys can Google it because I'm not exactly sure, and I don't want to mislead people. But he did make some derogatory marks, uh, whether they were racial or um, just insensitive. I I do not know. I cannot remember. I I briefly saw the story somewhere. I don't really care much for him as a professional wrestler, so it's I don't spend too much time worrying about what the fuck he's doing. Although I I do kind of. I think he'd be like a cool like monster gimmick because he's got that fucking weird looking body. You right, know? right. Um, but anyways, so that came out. It never really kind of broke big, and it didn't seem like he was getting punished because right after I heard that story, it's like next thing you know, he's going to SmackDown or Raw. So it's like, right. hey, buddy, good job. Say some fucked up shit, and you get promoted. God damn. Yeah, yeah. That's so pretty much how it goes. Yeah, pretty fucked up shit. But then now the latest story is he's mess missed and messed several <laughs> events or at least a couple that I'm aware of and uh because of anxiety. So hey, that's a real thing, man. I, I'm I, sure I, it I is. Gotta, I gotta say, I as I've gotten older, I've yeah. started to feel the effects of it more in life and Yeah, it's it's Yeah. Yeah, it's a thing. Yeah. Fuck it. Hey man, life's a beach. What does Lil Wayne say? It doesn't matter what little Wang says. You like that little Wang? <laughs> so, uh, yeah. So yeah. I just wanted to touch on that briefly. You know, who you knows? You want to touch on little Wang? No, but uh, as it refers to Lars Sullivan, I brought that up because the rumor was that was he was going to be Cena's fucking opponent in Mania. Well, yeah, that's that's still the hopes. Um, I guess next week they're going to try and debut him. Um, well, we'll he was see what happens. To debut already. But then, just like he isn't returning anybody's calls and stuff, and so Vince is starting to get pissed at Triple H because I guess Triple H was the one that was pushing for him to to get the promotion to. Well, make, that's not Trips' fault. I mean, this guy's having a mental breakdown. Well, yeah, you know. Yeah, but you know the plans that they had are now falling through, and I guess it was you know Triple H was the one that was wanting him up so bad, and they were building because the way I I heard it, it was going to be a mega push. So they were putting him straight to the main event. Well, because he's got one of those ogre, huge right, fucking right. bodies. Yeah. Yeah, I mean. Whatever. It would have been cool. But after, you know, hearing all this shit, and it's like, man, maybe this guy is potentially a piece of shit in real life. Yeah. It's kind of like. JBL. Yeah. JBL's a piece of shit in real life. Yeah. No, then, but here's the thing. I never liked JBL. No. I never fucking. I mean, that, that whole gimmick. Well, they, he stole every, the Ted DiBiase's gimmick, well, you know. Every one of his gimmicks 
All right, you got Justin Hawk Bradshaw. Who? Then you got uh, Blackjack Bradshaw. Then you got Bradshaw, the APA. Then you just started going by JBL. They were all boring-ass characters. Yeah, and they had to do something dick. to get him over. Yeah. I, and I don't know if he ever really did get over. No, I mean, I guess he's like really good with finances. Fuck, yeah, yeah, he does some news anchoring. Yeah. He does a lot of charity work, but maybe that's to make up for him being such a huge cock. Yeah, and a lot of charity is just to funnel money to yourself. So, Oh, yeah. I like to funnel money on myself. I'd like some more. So yeah. if you guys want to give it to me. Well, speaking of more money, uh, Jerry Lawler just got a raise. Did he? Yeah. Yeah, because... Um, Maybe he's, that's because he, he's on shows he's, talking he's about AEW. He's been up AEW, yeah. And uh, Vince is like, hey, you know, um, we don't want you going over there. So why don't you stay with us? Yeah, they don't want him joining Same good old said for JR. Jim Ross, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, there's a lot of rumor and speculation. Well, there has been since the original rumor of AEW several months back was uh, it was Jericho, Jim Ross, and the cons. And, you know, the obviously the Bucks and Cody were somewhat sprinkled Trump's. in there. We're going to start a new promotion. And, right. of course, Jericho denied it. And even on that Chris Van Vliet uh, interview he did, he was like, I don't know where the hell that came from, that me and JR were starting a promotion. He's like, right. that's never what it was. You know, that's... But he did say that Vince knew he was signing. He said he talked to him. But... Well, yeah, yeah, he had talked to him about yeah. that. But as far as, like, the whole JR involvement and all that right. shit, you know, I know he's done with New Japan. Um, WWE would not let him renew or do any kind of working deal with Access TV and New Japan. And I think his deal runs up with WWE here soon. Jim Ross? Yeah. Yeah, I believe at the end of the month. Yeah, I think he's just got, like, some kind of Legends contract right, or whatever, right. you know. Anyway, Vince can try and forbid you from making money. Yeah. So, whatever. He still lets John Cena come back. And Cena's... <laughs> I want to know, anybody out there listening, feel free to leave this in the comments He's section or on the JP Woo. Uh, that's our Facebook group, the Juice Pro Wrestling Universe. Not only is he a hypocrite, He's got a bald spot now. <laughs> That's why the hair is being I think, grown I out. I think it's, yeah. Why? Yep. Here's my thing. If you're balding, why grow your hair longer? I mean, you can't comb that shit over. Look what Sting Shawn tried to Michaels. do. Michaels. Oh, man, Sean. He's Shawn so weird with the said, bald head. Sean finally said, fuck it, and went with the juice look. Oh, yeah, he did. He did, but he don't look that good. He just looks like a fucking squirrel with a glass eye. A dick. Yeah. Trying to find something. Yeah, he's trying to find God, although I think he did, though. So kudos to him for that. Uh, <laughs> um, yeah, so John Cena's going bald. It's a little weird. It's it's weird now to think that we're finally over, and we have been, I would say, for like a good year, maybe two now, but it seems like the whole Cena era of WWE is finally fucking dead and buried. No, because they're bringing him back Well, now. they're bringing they, him back. They well, thought this was going to be... No, they're going to bring him back because he's making that transition much like The Rock did in the Hollywood. And because I, Bumblebee... Bombed. Did it bomb? Is I'm, it even I'm out? I'm guessing, yeah. I don't know. Oh, whatever. Does anybody care? I'm sure there's some little kids somewhere. Bet you okay. Nikki Bella don't. Because <laughs> she's with that dancer dude now. Is she? Yeah. I called it from the beginning when you saw Ted those Danson? two together. No, the, his name's like Artemis or some shit. Oh, Artemis Prime. <laughs> <laughs> See, she didn't want no Bumblebee. She wanted the Artemis Prime. Yeah. Yeah. No, but what I mean is, yeah, of course they're always going to bring him back, you know. But well, as far like as they're the... always going to bring Hogan back, like come yeah, on, but that's fucking enough. awesome though. Never bringing his old ass back. Yeah, just like you're never coming back. Uh, <laughs> 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 um, but you know what I'm saying? It was so 
10 plus <laughs> fucking years asshole. of him forced down our throats, man. Like, it, I, that's finally over. I mean, it's. I'm so glad with his status with the company now. It's. I go ahead, show up a couple times a year. Well, but, you know what you're gonna get now. As soon as he's back to being healthy, Roman Reigns right back down your throat. Well, probably, but with you know rock. what? It, as far as that goes, it, in it's not his fault. You know, I mean, I the whole leukemia thing. I'll be honest with you, listening right now, it kind of changed my perception on the guy. I do have, you know, I feel for the dude. He's fucking. Human like me it and you. It doesn't change his, change his in-ring talent. His I, I don't think he's necessarily that bad in-ring. All of us are susceptible to leukemia. Yeah. I mean, his promos got fucking a little bit better. Um, but yeah, he was he was a guy... You're, no one likes people being force-fed. Especially right. in this day and age where every fucking fan is a smart fan or smart yeah. mark, whatever I mean, you want to Brock. Go. Jesus. I, I can't take any yeah, more Brock Lesnar. I can't Lesnar. either. Yeah. I, I don't, at this point, I don't even fucking care if he goes back to UFC, dude. I'm just so sick of yeah, hearing I, about it. I think it. everybody's just done with him at this point. It's like... Yeah. And they, it's funny because uh, I just watched something this morning. Uh, a WWE posted about how... was it, No, it was a... Uh, maybe it was a Cultaholic video or something. I don't remember. But anyways, the short end of that stick was... They think it's good that he's, you know, sparingly shown and doesn't defend the title much because that adds more to the aura and gives it that big fight feel. I was like, yeah, okay, that may have been true. It's like, big fu- fuck you to the people that yeah. bust their ass every day. Well, and here's the thing, and I know Brock's still a draw, but come on, man. He's been back in professional wrestling now for, what, five years? Six? Pro- yeah, what is it, 2019? Right. I think he came back in 2012. So you do the math. Scott's down! Well, here's the thing. Okay. Now I'm fed up. Brock, shit got tired in WWE, went to UFC, came champ. Got, got kicked out. Yeah, got kicked out. NFL. Went back to WWE. <laughs> People got tired. Went back to UFC. Got his ass kicked. Came back to WWE. Well, he's still then, supposed uh, to let's, fight. Let's boost his ego back up. Let's fucking give him the belt for 15 years. Then he'll go back to UFC and get his ass kicked again. And then, oh, well, let's boost his ego back up. There there comes a point where it's just like, move on from him. Like, yeah. McMahon says, you know, oh, we're listening to the fans now. Well, then fucking get rid of Brock. They're not listening to the fans. Yeah. I mean, that's just... It, uh, I don't even know. I, I will tell you, though, one thing I do would like to talk about, because I do dog W... Well, I wouldn't even say I dog them a lot because I try not to talk about them, but, I mean, they are who they are, and I don't care what wrestling podcast you are, you always have to go back to the E. I mean, that's, you know, they are who they are for a fucking reason. We wouldn't be here right now if it weren't for them. Right, if it weren't for that golden hero. Oh, yeah, the macho man. And guys like that. That was good. Yeah, that's, you know, he likes to drop by every now and then. Um, But my whole thing I uh I was very well surprised, and I'm gonna sing the praises on a couple of things for WWE right now. Um, one being this past weekend we had the NXT UK uh, takeover Blackpool, the return of Tony Storm. Tony Storm returned, won the NXT UK Women's Championship. Yes. So good job, we fucking love you for it. Uh, that was a good move on their part, and this show was all put together by Triple H. And I will tell you what, I'll tell you what, Bobby. That was what the fans out there were fucking nuts. Yeah. They were singing songs like the whole time. They were even <laughs> singing like Vince, are you watching? Really? Yeah. And then Triple H cut the backstage uh, interviewer off. He's like, you want to keep your job? I want you to keep your job. We don't, you know, basically don't say the V word here. You know, <laughs> like, yeah. See, Vince, Vince is probably watching almost everything, you know? Right. I'm sure like some shit you don't care, like 205 Live. You know, like the vanilla midgets. <laughs> right. 
Uh, but that show, from the top to the bottom of the card, was stacked. It was fucking awesome. Uh, we got to see Walter debut, yeah. who's this big German son of a bitch, and man, dude, he's he's badass. For dude. those of you who haven't seen Walter, uh, Walter, YouTube, that's awesome. His name's just Walter. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> on YouTube, um, look up the match between Walter and PCO, uh, Pierre Carl Ule. Ule. Um, Ule, Ule. They had a uh, match on the Joey Janela Spring Break show. Love you, Joey Janela. And it, it it was fucking brutal. To give by, you a by chop, the chop. The, By the end of the match, chop, chop. Not chub chub, but chop, chop. <laughs> uh, by the end of the match, if you saw PCO's chest, it was like fucking purple mm-hmm. from all the, the chops and shit. I, I heard, and they were talking about on his debut, um, how he was chopping, and it was so fucking loud. Yeah, dude. like it literally looked like just fucking ground up hamburger. He's a massive boy. Like when he, uh, so Pete Dunn ends up retaining the uh, NXT United Kingdom Championship. He's been champ for what two years now. He's probably the longest reigning champ in fucking recent memory now because yeah. they like, did promote Oscar like to that. You know, well Bruno had it for fucking years. Yeah, like Imagine years if Andre would have had a belt. Because he went undefeated for like almost twenty years. Right, Hogan was his first loss. But Andre didn't need a belt. No, he That's didn't need thing. a belt. He's like, oh, 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 oh. <laughs> I couldn't even do it. Anybody I wish he would. Want to <laughs> yeah. Oh man, I wish Andre was here today, but he's not. Oh, um, but um, real quick though, so the uh, Walter comes in at the end of this match, right? Pete Dunn, who I like, Pete Dunn. I think the Bruiser weight. I like his. I like his style. He, he is a small dude. But he's he's got like that brutal William Regal vibe to right, him, you know, right, like the son of Regal. Yeah, but he's he's pretty fucking cool. Um, but man, he's such a small dude compared to Walter. Walter got in there, it looked like Andre stand next to Mean Gene. Yeah, but it still felt cool. There was a huge pop, man. Um, a super awesome fucking car, dude. Uh, they start off with Mustache Mountain, uh, Tyler Bate and Trent Seven who are two super huge over guys over there in the UK. A huge surprise, uh, Finn Balor coming out to replace uh, some guy who was injured on the pay-per-view. So that was fucking awesome. Really? You know? Well, they wanted, you know, they wanted the best in the fucking UK circuit. Finn Balor at one point in time was one of those guys. You know, true, true. This one dude was talking, I think he was an Irish-born wrestler. I can't remember for the life of me the guy's name because it was my first introduction to him. Right. But he was talking about, he's like, you know, the best Irish wrestler ever, and then... All of a sudden, Finn Balor, and it, it was cool. You know, it's cool for him to get that pop, right? Like the right. OG, 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 triple OG of now, the Bullet Club. You did know, did he come out as Finn no. Balor or was he the Demon? He was Finn Balor. Oh, okay. Yeah, I, the Demon's cool, but I don't like it because well, it's well, a he, cop out. Because they he on, does it on pay per views, so that's why I he does. I but he, he still hasn't done it in a long time. I mean, the last I time think he, Survivor Series, he did it, and that was the first time in fuck almost a year or something right. like that. Um, I loved him when he was with New Japan and on the indies and shit because, dude, it was way better of a gimmick for him. And I think other than he's a great-looking guy, he's got a good physique, uh, he has an awesome... Yeah, he's well, very well put together. Very hard, very slander, very stamp. Um, Has a great move set. But what really got him over, what fans and much of us wrestling fans, especially nowadays because comic movies are so huge and shit, was, dude, he would come out as the Joker, as Spawn, as Venom, as Carnage, as Anti-Venom, the Punisher. The list goes on and on. Kind of like what Rey Mysterio has done over the years, too. Right. Where he'll have superhero-themed outfits. outfits, Yeah, yeah. but in my opinion, a little bit cooler than Rey Mysterio, you know? Right, Like, 
dude, having his whole body painted up like that and yeah. look fucking sick. And so WWE's answer is like, well, we don't want to get sued or pay royalties to these companies that like Marvel or whoever owns these characters, which I'm assuming is why. Although when he's the Demon King, like he still is ripping off Venom. So Venom and Carnage. Right. Or symbiote, you know. Yeah. But in I just I can't I can't get behind the Demon King. You know, there's too many demons in WWE. It's like yeah. Kane's the devil's favorite demon. By God, Bray Wyatt was raised by a pack of demons. <laughs> and Glenn Danzig. Hi! <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of uh Bray Wyatt, he's been uh leaving some cryptic tweets on Twitter. Uh Wonder what's going to happen with him if he's going to come I'm, back with I'm the Wyatt family. Tired with his gimmick. I am too. Because it they was totally drop a ball it. on that. They yeah. fucked it. And another guy I'm sick of, who I still think has potential, but I'm just done with is Braun Strowman. Yeah. Well, because they didn't give him the push he deserved. Hold on, hold on, check it out. <laughs> get these hands. Yeah, <laughs> get these hands. Get this dick. <laughs> look at this dick. Look at this dick. Bringing out that OG triple OG. Remember uh, Terry Crews in uh, Friday After Next? <laughs> he's like sitting there like, mm, Tupac, you so gangster. Mm. <laughs> I, I watched that last night, so I had to bring that in. So some of the... Um... Hold up. one one Not to cut you off real quick, but there was one more thing. I kind of spaced myself out. So I wanted to send a shout out to WWE on that and Triple H mainly because, dude, it was fucking great. You guys, if you have the network, go back and watch the NXT TakeOver UK, and it's so weird to say Blackpool. NXT UK TakeOver Blackpool. Yeah. It's a fucking mouthful. <laughs> waka, waka, waka. <laughs> Gorge. Um, great show. The best WWE product I've seen in a long time, but that's almost any time they do NXT shows. They're all fucking, they should be running the show, not Raw and SmackDown. But the other cool thing, for those of you that aren't aware, Nigel McGuinness, who was also uh, Desmond Wolf and... TNA wrestling, who is a legend in the you know British wrestling community. He's a former ROH Pure Champion and Amen. World Heavyweight Champion. Um, had they had a killer fucking documentary on him, and that's the one thing really? you don't see. Yeah, it's you could check it out. Um, what is it called? It's like Making the Magic or something like that. And dude, and it's still to me so surreal because they show like clips and they mentioned TNA and they're straight up saying like, Oh, going to TNA wrestling and they have AJ styles and Kurt angle on there. And Kurt talks about how, you know, when he came in, they had this hell of a match and this and that, um, uh, just a great fucking documentary. They really don't do that that much anymore. In in my opinion, uh, Desmond Wolf was part of the funniest segment ever in wrestling. Oh, the Jay lethal, the woo off. That was yeah. so good. Yeah, he's like, "How are you? So I thought of a legend." He's like, "You, you couldn't even control Chelsea." <laughs> yeah, did I just hear? <laughs> you can't. That's my life. That's my life. That's sixteen times. Sixteen. Sixteen times. Sixteen. Hey, hey. Longest ride. Your oldest ride. Longest line. <laughs> longest cock. He's like, I can have anybody here I want, even that fat one. <laughs> you don't know 60 minutes in the ring or, or in, in the bed. bed. <laughs> yeah, I get 60 minutes of sleep. What are you talking about, Rick? So would you say that, um, how would you rank this era of wrestling currently? Because we had the we, golden age, we're, which... We're just starting, and that's, that's the beautiful thing, is like this era... My opinion, and I don't know too much about, like, when we were kids and we lived, you know, we're relatively, I think I'm a year older than you. Yeah. 
we both went through the golden age of wrestling, which is the 80s. Yeah. You know, the Hulk Hogan era, whatever people uh, want to call all, it. We all had the things we didn't like. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Um, anyways, it, that was kind of like we were little kids, and we didn't notice that. I mean, it was already there, and it was just huge. We just didn't realize how good it was. Right. I, I mean, we obviously we did because we all fell in love with we, it. But we, we realize now. Yeah, yeah. Um, well, then, and going into, like, the early 90s, where WWF was getting really stale. Yeah. And once the whole NWO thing took off, you got to watch that. And it wasn't even really a growth. It was just like an explosion immediately. And and why was wrestling so good at that time? I mean, at that time you had, there was, it was so, because here's the thing. Kayfabe was still sort of relevant back then. And people with the NWO, and I've talked about this many times, thought that like, okay, I know what wrestling is. But why the fuck are these guys there and in this character? And hey, wait a minute, are WWF really sending in like trying to do a hostile takeover? Like what's right. going on? It was still very believable. Um, and you also had ECW, which broke onto the scene back then. So it wasn't just the Monday so, Night so Wars. Would you say the common denominator was competition? It was competition, yeah. Which is, it's best for business. Which is know? what's happening right now, right? And but it's it's so weird because I've watched it slowly grow. Over the last couple years, like where we're at now, we're not even at the tip of the iceberg of the beginning. Right. Like, even though this is the beginning of this, this is, I mean, we're watching even promotions like Warrior Wrestling we have around here, AAW, um, Black A-R-W. Label Pro, ARW, all these promotions, and they're bringing in top-tier talent. And even if they're if it's not top-tier, just giving local guys a shot, it's still, there's so much going on and bringing, t- it's the return of territories. And I remember watching, I felt this years ago when um, WWE was putting on the worst fucking product ever, and they and they still they pretty still much are. are. Yeah. Um, and I started seeing, like, you know, Impact start getting their act together again. ROH was solid as a rock, and then you saw New Japan. That, and I really think the Bullet Club is a huge reason for a lot of people's interest in professional wrestling, and it was just built off of that. Like, these characters that uh, the Young Bucks and Cody and all them, they're young gohards, as the as the lads and lassies like to say. They they are the go- ones, the creative minds, this new spearhead of wrestling. Like as far as creativity, going out there and working every show like it's your fucking last. And I think that's rubbed off on a lot of people, man. And so we're seeing all this shit now, where people are like seeing them, they're like, man, I want to do that cool, I want to, you know, this company's fucking great, it's inspired me, I'm going to open the doors to my fucking company, and all these, they're sprouting up, dude, it's like, to me, wrestling promotions now, and like the territories, it's like when those fucking, what do you call those, those white puffy dust things there in the air, what, do you, pol- what are they? Pollen? No, it's not pollen, it's like the the things, you you pluck them and you blow them, the dandelions. Oh, oh yeah, dandelions. It, it, you yeah. know how the, those the, things the blow seed. and the seeds spread, yeah. that's like what I feel is going on right now and AEW being announced was just the very, very beginning of what was something that was already in place, which is the return of territories. Exactly. Now, with that said, hopefully this is going to better WWE's product because of At this point, I don't even care though, you know? Well, yeah, yeah, but chances are it's going to force them into putting out a better product. But do you think that the announcement of AEW hurts or helps uh, organizations that started, um, that basically made AEW possible, like Ring of Honor and New Japan? Um, 
I don't think it hurts them necessarily because they still I, they have a lot of love like the Bucks and Cody for well, because New Japan at first said they wouldn't be working with AEW right. and then later on in the week they said that they will be working right. with them. Um you know who who's to say what happens with that? I don't, I don't think it's going to hurt anybody. I mean maybe in the US market but New J- and New Japan has already established a, a lot of loyal fucking fans out here and just everywhere. I don't think it's really going to hurt them too much. And I do think down the road, yeah, they might be wanting to do business with them or whatever. Do you think it will help them at all, though? Uh, I I mean, it already kind of somewhat has because... It, well, it might help their stars, seeing as how, you know, they'll be performing in the States. Well, and the New Japan put- world, it's the same thing WWE does. And the whole reason they negotiated deals with Impact is because, hey, we have Samoa Joe, Kurt Angle, AJ Styles. You guys have that fucking tape library. We want something we need to do business together i think maybe down the road something like that could happen you know because as aew grows people aren't gonna always you know new fans or younger people are gonna come in like hey who the hell is chris jericho or the young bucks or cody they're gonna need somewhere to watch the old school shit to get acquainted that's gonna be ring of honor new japan even impact you know like it's i think there's potential there for business to be done do i think it's gonna be start off the bat no they've already kind of confirm that with announcing uh the OWE involvement and not anybody else but I don't think they're opposed to doing business. It it the weird thing is is you really don't know. Like it's it's wide open for them. Right. Now um in the pre-show fist fight uh when when we were discussing earlier um I mentioned how I think that ESPN should cover all of wrestling. Like right now would yeah. be the perfect time. Um, obviously WWE has some sort of deal with ESPN, which is why they cover, you know, the major pay-per-views, but I think it would be best, uh, in, in ESPN's interest to capitalize on the, um, well, yeah, and the, I, the growing competition and the upstarting, maybe not upstarting companies, but, uh, the rival competition. Um, yeah, yeah, I, I, I totally agree. If ESPN won't do it, maybe somebody else should. Well, like AEW said, you know, they're going to count wins and losses and rankings and stuff. Yeah, they're getting really, and they, and I know with the Fox deal with SmackDown going there on Fridays and Fox stating we clearly want a less um, parade, less like circusy show and more of a true athletic competition. Right. That's, it's kind of wrestling has gone back to the basics. I mean, you still, like we were talking earlier, there still is the pageantry and all the over the top shit, but even the guys who are doing some of the craziest shit right now are some of the most technically sound and, you know, I hate motherfuckers that knock the whole spot monkey shit, this, this, and that. If a guy can do something like that and get paid and make people like go, holy shit, and open their eyes, that's what, that's the future of wrestling. Well, People see, are so against change. I don't get it. Have you seen that Rey Mysterio started doing a Canadian Destroyer? I wouldn't doubt it. Yeah. E- everybody has. And we've talked well, about... it's crazy because WWE doesn't allow pile, pile drivers, but then the Canadian Destroyer... Like, yeah. Fuck, that's more dangerous than a pile driver. Yeah. And that's, dude, We uh, I forgot what episode we did, but we were talking about that in the past, like some of my favorite finishing moves. I think it was uh, the episode I did with uh, comedian Jeff Webb, the Impact episode. Um, so you guys can go on jpdub.com and look for that. Uh, my favorite finisher probably of the last 20 years is Canadian Destroyer. Yeah. yeah. It was, it, but it's getting kind of tainted popular now. popular by Petey Williams? Yeah, yeah. It, it's kind of been tainted now. You know, it's been well, so overused. Doing it now. Pentagon does it. Uh, yeah, but it was so 
fucking amazing. Oh, like the, you remember the first time you seen that? Well, even like even that and the muscle the fe- buster. Yeah, yeah. The and, female uh, buster, the the female buster. The fe- I'd be a female buster. <laughs> the, the, the female the wrestlers TD are driver. even doing Canadian destroyers now. Yeah, yeah. Like, it's. Yeah, it's a, it's, it's a little as common weird. as a super kick now. But here's the cool thing about that is, hey man, kudos to Petey Williams for that because he'll forever be etched in the annals oh, yeah. of wrestling He's history. The innovator. Yeah. Um. So yeah, that's that's super cool. As, as far as the whole AEW thing, thank you, uh, like Anita's a little something, something, sipping it down, making me belch without a frown. Um. AEW is going to be super huge. I'm super pumped about it. You guys uh, out there listening can still catch up on what's going on with uh, being the elite. And real quick, uh, something before we close off tonight, uh, a little story you were telling me about um, what WWE was offering Hangman Page, Cody, and the Bucks to come in. Yeah. You got anything you want to elaborate on? Yeah. um, With the Bucks, they were going to, uh, you know, they have the being the elite. um, Right show on youtube which uh super fucking dope you guys can check it out new episodes every monday actually uh one just came out this is being recorded on a monday so you can check out uh change the universe was the title of this week's episode check it and uh so i guess they were offered um aj styles money right as as, uh i read it probably be a couple million or something like that at least oh i i imagine six figures or five million i'd imagine um and they were also going to make being the elite um, on the network a weekly show on the network, yeah. Right. And then, uh, as far as Hangman Page, they had offered him main event money to be the top star in NXT. Mm-hmm. But obviously, well, another that. and another part of that, which I don't know if you read. Um, here's the weird thing: is WWE never does this, but this is how bad they were trying to sign these guys. They gave them a six month window. If they didn't like how they were being pushed or anything. They could have got out yeah. and got out of their contracts, and they still said no. Yep, because because they knew, you know, they were all WWE was just going to try and tarnish them because they are characters that they did not create, right? And anything that WWE did not create, they bury. I to destroy what I don't create. Uh, another quick note: uh, there's a new faction in Ring of Honor called Lifeblood. Yeah, yeah. I don't know how I, I feel about it. Go ahead. You got the rundown of the stablemates in that? Uh, yeah. Um, we got Tennille Dashwood, uh, formerly AKA known as Emma. Emma. Um, love Emma. Um, I guess uh, Tracy Williams, uh, Mark Haskins. Okay, Mark Haskins, uh, a British wrestler, I believe, competed in Impact. Yes, uh, David Finley, the son of Fit Finley, right. and uh, Bandito. Nice. Oh, oh, oh. Uh, also, uh, Juice Robinson. Sorry. Oh, yeah, Sorry. Juice Forgot Robinson. About juice. That faulty juice. <laughs> Nowadays, everybody want to talk. Like, got something to say, but nothing comes out when they move the licks, motherfuckers. I, I can't even do it. I'm not a rapper. I'm not Parappa. Go somewhere else if you want to hear that shit. Parappa the rapper. Um, And in other news, Just Incredible has been released from prison. Or well, jail. that's good. Yeah, I think it was in there. Drugs or some shit? Uh, It was like fucking... Disturbing the peace and the domestic violence. Well, we do that every week. Or, yeah. Not the domestic violence, the disturbing the peace. <laughs> I swear to God, God, Tupac, you so gangster. OG, triple OG. And WWE is saying that they never told people they couldn't come in with AEW shirts. Yeah, we Even all know that's there's bullshit. video proof that they did. Yeah, it's they're scared. And it, here's the thing, man. We'll give it a final thoughts. On the whole situation with WWE, AEW, 
Um, once they strike a TV deal, and here's the thing, as big of a financial backer as they have, they they once they start and get their TV deal, it's not going to be like they're strictly straight up competing with WWE off the bat because there's right. no, you can't do that. No. Um, I mean, as much as we may be disheartened with WWE at the moment, they are a fucking well-oiled fuck a machine. billionaire you know? brand. Yeah, even though the cons got more money. An established Right, they've been around 50, 60 years now at this point. They know what they're fucking doing, and they have a niche audience that they'll forever have because, let's face it, there are those fucking marks that when WWE was at its fucking worst, you know, they you were mean just... how they are right now? Yeah, when this, Barry Horowitz this, this was getting their, over. <laughs> yeah, this might be their worst era. Well, yeah, aside from the Aldo Montoya. But it's Barry it's Horowitz. it's so weird that it is. I, I agree with you on that. It's their worst era, and they have the best talent. Yeah. Like, they really do have some of the best because fucking talent. they have talent. the worst writers. Yeah, well, in, in the whole operation, just how it's done. And, you know, Vince, to me, his time's up. Yeah. You know, let Triple H run everything. Yeah. Um, I, I think NXT, the way that show is presented and how it's done and written, could work on a Raw SmackDown level without sacrificing the integrity of sponsorship and losing funding. You know, like, I'm, you don't have to go back to the Attitude Era. Because no. as much as I loved it, it a lot of that was garbage, it, dude. Plus, it, it's never coming back. But it does seem like Impact is trying to capitalize on WWE being public. Oh, yeah. To where now they're going to do well, the Attitude Era type shit. They straight, yeah, but and I think they can do it in a somewhat better way well did you notice that they decided to go that direction on their first episode on the pursuit channel well yeah and that's what moose when we met him he was saying they were gonna go edgier yeah and i had heard reports you know seen reports they were gonna do and that's why the later time slot because they wanted to do edgier storylines big pop bump yeah a lot of that though uh much to the credit of don Callis. yeah from what i've heard and cyrus Cyrus the the Virus. virus man i mean the guy knows his fucking wrestling i mean Shout out to him. I I miss his bindi. Yeah, <laughs> right. Um, I, I think Impact has a bright future ahead of them. And the other cool thing, uh, they are also streaming now on Twitch uh, simultaneously as they air on Pursuit Channel. Yeah. So I know a lot of people were like, oh, well, what the fuck is Pursuit? I was one of those people. Yeah. Um, but it it doesn't matter. If you have a fucking phone, guess what? You got Impact. If you got a fucking Fall tablet, free. yeah, you got Impact. It's you got all this shit. So do them a favor, watch their shit, buy these guys' merch, support them because a lot of you fucking haters out there have still been hating. And I just I don't get it. And you're what makes the wrestling business not fun because um, you just want to shit all over everything when you should be getting the swirly, the brown swirly special yourself. So, <laughs> well, speaking of merch, uh, real quick, Phoenix also just announced today he's got a new uh, Mexican shirt out on his uh, website. Pretty cool. Um, it's got a like a Superman pow type thing across the chest, mm-hmm. and then it's got a bunch of little masks all it's over a it. Crest. Yeah, yeah. whatever. <laughs> but anyways, um, yeah. Before we sign off, I also want to um, ask you, where not not where do you want them to end up? Where do you see by the end of their contract with Impact? Where do you see the Lucha Brothers? Ugh. Because I, I, Phoenix wouldn't. Wouldn't uh, go into detail. They really wouldn't. 2019 is going to be a good year. And that is. And basically for them, I mean, and they are smart businessmen, obviously. Um, I think they're just, you. I can't, I couldn't even tell you. I, they're going to wait. Now, I do see, like, I know Impact kind of gave them a low ball. What was it? How long is their contract? with? I don't, I don't know. I do not know that. I do not know. 
Um, but I think it is. It's got to be up this year. Also, um, they're also uh, the Lucha Brothers are putting out like a line of Puma backpacks, mm-hmm. um, with different designs on them. They're are they pretty doing fucking that? cool? I, this, yeah. I saw that those were getting airbrushed. Yeah, yeah. No, they're they're gonna be releasing them. Uh, they just really? Said really soon. Yeah, but I think they're really fucking cool. Yeah. If you I... guys uh, check out, um, it's just Ray Phoenix MX on Instagram. Uh, Ray spelled R E Y like Ray Mysterio. Uh, yeah. Phoenix F E N I X M X. Um, and you can check out the the new line of merchandise that the Lucha Brothers are putting out. It's really fucking cool shit. So, fuck yeah! And while you're on there, you can also check us out at Juice Pro Wrestling. You can uh, hit us up on Twitter at JPW Podcast. We're on any podcasting platform, so that means whether you use iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, iHeartRadio, any of that shit, you can find us and join the action. You can also hit us up on Facebook at Juice Pro Wrestling and join the group that I alluded to before. The uh, you. Which network is that? That's on the Green Door Network. Thank you. Yeah, greendoornetwork.com. Uh, you can find us there. jpdub.com will lead you directly to our YouTube page. So thank you to everybody who has recently gone and subscribed and uh, all the positive feedback we've gotten from people. Really appreciate it. We try to do our best. You know, we're just some dudes having fun talking fucking wrestling. And hopefully... uh giving you guys some fucking insight and entertainment in 2019 is gonna be a good year it's gonna be fucking JP crazy Wool. yeah it's it's gonna be fucking intense uh we're gonna be doing a lot of things here a lot of different things um so you guys stay tuned for that and like i said thank you all for your support we're here every week and we're fucking tearing shit up because we like to settle miedo what i'm up Wet em up, 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 wet em up. Oh, yeah. My Undertaker, my underwear. I can't find him. Wet em up. You gonna do sex to me? Did you know you could shop around for prescription prices? With GoodRx, you can find free coupons at over 70,000 pharmacies and save up to 80%. It's that easy. But don't just take my word for it. Dr. Adam says, I've been telling all my patients about GoodRx. Jacqueline says, my medication was $65 without insurance, but I paid $25. Aubriana says, you don't have to pay full price to live your best life. Couldn't have said it better myself. GoodRx is 100% free. Download the GoodRx app today and start saving. GoodRx is not insurance.